podcast contains views and thoughts that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Spoiler content will be included in this podcast, so if you do not want to be spoiled, you might want to wait until the podcast hits the archives. Accordingly, the thoughts and views of our hosts or callers do not reflect the views of the Missy AE podcast or any of the Whispers groups. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE Podcast. Tonight, we bring to you the Big Brother 25 recap show. And quite frankly, for for a week that we thought was going to be uneventful, turned out it's quite eventful as we saw Cameron officially return from the dead, resurrecting his game last night. Uh, with obviously choosing to play the puzzle, or technically it wasn't a puzzle. It, it was it was a flashback to Big Brother 16, to one of Big Brother 16's uh, Battle of the Block competitions, the one that Frankie ended up winning all on his own, uh, over Jared. So we have one pre-jury spot left. And right now, looks like either Felicia or Nicole, assuming nominees potentially stay the same, it looks like it looks like we may be finally saying bye, Felicia, on day 65 this upcoming Thursday. Uh, we currently have, of course, my co-host uh, Melissa, and we also have Reggie on the line with us and uh, I mean let's let's just start off uh first here though Melissa it, 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 it right now with Cameron winning HOH is there a realistic path forward for him or is he basically living on borrowed time right now He's living on a prayer basically. Um, he is putting all of his cuffs. Now, see, I was worried about this because it, he was building the fugitives up and, and doing all this stuff. And I was like, you know, with him saying, I want Felicia gone, I was thinking, I wonder if he's going to backdoor one of those boys. But after hearing his diary room yesterday on last night's show, and he said, he is faithful to them. He's going to ride to the end with them. So I'm trusting that. Um, but he seems to be, I think he's hoping that Matt and Jag will be faithful to him or, you know, be loyal to him. Um, so, Yeah. He's living on a prayer, hoping and hoping that Matt and Jag don't turn on him. Um, 
that, you know, they're discussing, Matt and Jag have been discussing whether or not they should turn on him, whether or not they should put him up and get him out because they know that he's dangerous. If they keep him in too long, he is going to win. <clears throat> so that's where it is. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. You take a look at how many competitions he's won so far this season. He's yeah. won a veto, he, and this is now, what, his third uh, his his third HOH win? Yeah. Well, is it? He got Izzy out. Yeah. That was the last HOH, right? Yes, he he originally got Jag out. Then the power was used. Then he yeah. got Izzy out. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. this is his third HOH. And yep. And he uh, and however many video vetoes uh, he's used or one. Yeah, he um, won the veto. He won the veto when he was up on the block against Red. Yeah. Well, it's um, <clears throat> if they're smart, if they really want to have a chance to win the game, they have to go against Cameron and get him out because he will win if they don't. Um, but then you have to think about okay, if he's sitting in the in the final two with Matt. I'm not sure he would win. I'm not sure Cam would win against Matt. Because Matt's pretty beloved by everybody in there. Um, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go so to Reggie. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Reggie, <laughs> on, on Cam... Uh, winning HOH right now in the position that that he finds himself in in the house. Do you think there is a realistic path forward at all for him that past past this HOH win, uh, you know, maybe he could somehow find his way to the end? To how he won. And I think for both people, they should have had to use three balls. If they dropped one, sucks to be them, go get it. Okay. That one ball in one hand was just lame, I thought anyway. Um, do I feel Cameron's going to go to the end? No. I think uh, Jag and Matt and Blue will turn on him because they're going to all of a sudden put everything together and go, whoa, he won this, this, and this. He got this person, this person, and this person out. He got back into the house. No, I'm not happening. So, no. And I'm not a fan of his anyway. But I'm trying to look at it realistically because, you know, there's others I'm not a big fan of either. But I just thought last night, I I just felt, I was hoping both of them would have to do the same competition and whoever got to it first won. I mean, right? Because they, they isn't that build, build what a battle back is supposed to be? Huh? Isn't that what a battle back is supposed to be? Well, that's for... what I thought, and I mean, they build it up, Steve, the whole week. Blah 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 blah, 
and then lamely one ball in a hand? Seriously, I could not believe it. Well, I think a lot of that had to do with time constraints. Uh, the fact that the fact that they had one, they had to they had to put in only one ball. Uh, but I agree with you though. I don't understand why they had three balls out there if all he needed to do was put in one. I I don't know. I just I I do not. I've never liked zombies and all this scary verse. You know, I just, I guess it's because when I was young, I lied to my mother and told her that my friends were going to go to the blob. I went by myself, and that night I had such terrific nightmares, I couldn't leave my bedroom door. So I don't care about the scary verse and all that stuff. I just would like them to go back to the classic Big Brother. And, you know, I think they're trying to... I don't know what they're trying to do this year. What are they trying to do, guys? I have no idea. It's crazy. It's like it's crazy trying to figure out these silly updates. Okay, go ahead. Well, I was was just going to say it seems to me like they uh, they probably had this whole multiverse twist planned in advance because – you take a look at movies now, uh, specifically, uh, you know, comic book movies, and what's the one thing that's being talked about? Multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. Yeah. So they probably had this uh, had this concept down for quite some time. Now, I understand, okay, associating zombies with the scary verse, but at the same time, it. It, it didn't make sense, I feel, for them to do a competition, which originally I thought the competition was so that there would be an advantage. Like the per, whoever whoever wins that competition would get an advantage on Thursday night's competition. I didn't think it was, oh, uh, whoever wins this competition can select whether or not they want to do the competition or if they'll have the person they're, uh, they're up against do the competition. Yeah. And to me, it, I feel that it was executed poorly because – you're you're basically saying okay so this person this zombies only shot of actually getting back into the game is if they win the if they win the right to choose whether or not they do it or their opponent does it although to be honest you know, I don't think Jared would have been able to pull to pull it through, considering his track record this season in competitions. I was surprised, oh, I if anything. But, but you know, you said something about time restraint. If they wouldn't have all that crappy filler crap, they would have had plenty of time for both of them to do the same thing together. You know, to me, they're just got. They have so much fluff. You know, I we 
We don't need to hear the same people talking about the same things over and over. But I do have to say one thing I think was cute last night, which, I mean, Corey always talked about his mom, you know, watching him on TV and this and that. What is she thinking of them both being in a shower? Him in America. That is a good question. Actually, I believe she is on Twitter. I believe Corey's mother is on Twitter, actually. She has her own. Oh, okay. Uh, she has her own account and, and has actually, I believe, uh, she has been commenting on certain things. I don't think she commented on the whole shower uh, situation. But, uh, you know, I... I don't really know. I don't really know about this. You know, the the longer that this showman's goes on with Corey in America, uh, now they claim they want to try and make it work outside of the house, but I don't For know. It's like minutes. every. It's like everything about this. Everything about about this whole situation screams that it was production generated. That exactly. once Riley, once Riley left, production started going. Oh shit! Our you know our big uh, showman's we were start we, we were trying to set up between her and Matt is now officially out the door. So we have to come in with an alternate. And I I mean just just to be real honest, it's are they really a showman? Because no. yeah, we've gotten kissing, we've gotten kissing and whatnot. I mean, you know, Jared and Blue was a completely different situation because uh, apparently they did it ev- anywhere and and everywhere. They but, were like Thumper and Friends. Yeah, that's what I called Jared <laughs> Thumper. You know, it's it just it just really seems like to me that. Corey in America was very production generated because of their desperate need for somebody. There can't be a single season without there being a showman involved. And and America wanted one so bad. That's what she went on there for was a showman. Exactly. It's like she's I mean, why, be recognized. why do you think? Why else do you think Corey is doing all the game playing between the two of them? She's basically sitting there looking pretty, while Corey is yep. the one is the one, uh, is the one handling all the game talk. Although, I mean, I yep. guess America does some of her own, but basically, for the mo- for the most part, it's all. You know, it's it's it, it's been all uh, Corey for the most part. Well, I mean, I <laughs> go ahead. Um, Corey's been playing for Corey, not necessarily America. He throws right. America under the bus on a regular basis. Yes. So. I think when America, I mean, America um, is a huge Big Brother fan. And she does the live feed. She attends events. 
she's just really big into it. And I think that getting on the show, she has a bucket list. And Corey, the showman, is just so an item on her bucket list. Well, didn't she say she that? Wanted a sh- uh, she wants a showman. She wanted to be nominated. She wants to win a HOH. She wants to win a veto. And so, yeah, she's checking off her bucket list. Um, uh, she wants to win Riley an HOH. Pretty much well, had her. So far, so far, she hasn't been close at all. So Blue latched on to Jared right away. Um, Riley pretty much stole Matt's heart. And Corey was pretty much the only one left, right? Yep. And at the time, Cam was so enthralled with Riley. He was so in love with her that he wouldn't get, he didn't even give America a second look. So Corey was pretty much the only pickings she had left. So the thing that, that I don't get though, the thing that I don't get though is that okay, you're in a showmance with with Corey, but yet you're also flirting with Cam. Well, now she does. That's some of her game. Actually, to tell you the truth, America is a flirt. She is a huge flirt. She flirts with everybody. She flirts with Jag. She flirts with Matt. She's just got that type of personality that she's always flirting. If you watch her on the feed, she's always smiling. She's always having fun. That's just her personality. So, yeah, she's not necessarily flirting with Cam any more than she is with anybody else that people are picking up on it because Cam is being so creepy with her. And so America says, well, I like to flirt. I mean, she likes to flirt with Cam, but sometimes he, he, well, he's taking it the wrong way. Let's just put it that way. And if he would just simply flirt back with her, that would be one thing. But he gets creepy with her. He just gets so creepy with her. So um, I don't necessarily, a lot of people are just making a really big deal out of it because she's flirting with Cam and then she complains that when he's, when he's being creepy. But it's like, well, she flirts with everybody and Cam, and Cam gets creepy with her and it makes her uncomfortable. But does she stop? No, because she just can't help her. <laughs> she can't help herself, right? I don't know. I yeah. don't know what to say. So, so, so it's like maybe, uh, maybe she should get the hint. Huh? Maybe she should get the hint that okay, if she want, if she wants him to stop being creepy with her, how about stop the flirting? Like I said, she just can't help it. Plus, it's part of her strategy. If she wants to get something out of camp, she wants to get information out of him. If she wants to save herself from going on the clock, if she wants 
I don't know. Then she flirts with him because that's what that's how she thinks she can get what she wants out of him. So now you know you know now uh, just apart from Corey in America because uh, you know everybody from what I've been reading everybody seems to think that uh, Felicia is not the real target for Cameron and that it's probably either Corey or America. Uh, Cam, well, it won't wait. It won't no, be America. No time. Well, no, it would obviously be Corey um, uh, between the two. Uh, but Cam wasted yeah. no time this week in forming a new a new trio called the Fugitives with Matt and Jag, right. and they even had these stupid little nicknames for for each other. One of them was like the Constable, the other one was the Gunslinger, uh, whatever. It's uh, you know this uh, this is something that I find so hilarious because we're we're kind of combining two. Uh, two topics here because uh, here we have Cam uh, doing the complete opposite of what Jared did this past week where Jared uh, started lighting fires and all this shit the whole week. Uh, You have Cam trying to, you know, laying low, trying to actually somewhat reestablish any relationships he may have had in the house. Uh, in the possibility that he were to win and come back into the house. Uh, And now you have Matt and Jag, uh, Jag in particular, who, in my opinion, is the ultimate hypocrite so far by, uh, you know, ragging on Suri about how she had all these alliances. But now take a look at this past week and how many alliances Matt and Jag have gotten themselves into. Well, it's always okay for a person to do it themselves, but not to have anybody else do it. See, I really liked Jag. I really, really did, but I've sure turned off on him lately. I don't know why. I just don't like. I don't know. Now, here's the thing. The thing here is we don't know if this trio alliance that they made with Cam is legitimate, or or is it the Belgium alliance? I don't know how the hell that came about uh, with Corey in America. We don't know if that's the, if that's the real one. If the Sari, Matt, Jag, and Blue Alliance is the real one, or the Matt, Jag, and Bowie Alliance, it's honestly, you know, uh, Dolphica just posted the new alliance map that that they made in Big Brother Whispers. And I swear to God, it it is so hard to try and wrap around just exactly how many alliances Matt and Jag are a part of. Well, they just learned, Steve. They've learned their lesson. Because that big blow-up happened, if you notice. That's when Jag kind of turned. That's when he kind of changed it up a little bit. Because he realized that Every, they were in all of these different alliances. They had all these different names. Some of them they were a part of. Some of them, I mean, one of them they were a part of that they thought they were 
definitely a part of. And, uh, I mean, Matt at that time was in more alliances than Jack because Jack had this loyalty to the deadly seven, seven deadly sins. But then when he hears all of this crap that was going on behind the scenes and this alliance and that alliance and this one was fake and that blah, 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 he thought, man, I've got to step my game up because they're just flying circles around me. So I, he and Matt keep having these conversations. Are we going to stay with Cam or are we going to go with Corey in America? What are we going to do? Well, we're going to have to discuss it. Well, we're going to have to discuss it. And they can't seem to make up their mind. It just seems like um, they're going to wait and see. They're going to wait and see what you know what's going to benefit them the most. But they, in the meantime, in between time, they have to keep up keep up the appearances. But they still haven't made up their minds which way they're going to go. But what I'm what I'm saying though, <clears throat> Melissa, is that it's basically you know it's so hypocritical of them to have ragged on Sari and bashed Sari for doing what she did, when yet they're doing the exact same thing now that she did. But yet it's okay for them to do it, but not okay for her to do it. Well, it's it's not necessarily that they want to do it, Steve, is that they have to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, yeah, they have to do it. But at the same, you know, it just, I I guess just the way that I'm looking at it is, it's kind of sloppy, honestly. You know, it's not just them. The whole, the whole gameplay this season has been, has been completely sloppy to begin with. I mean, literally, you know, all of the, you know, this hasn't been a regular type of Big Brother season where we see actual game players. I mean, we've seen some game players this season, uh, either physically or strategically or socially. Uh, And then we've seen some... You know, we've seen some uh, house plants like Bowie or Mimi or uh, – uh, never mind. I'm not going to include Felicia. Uh, Felicia wasn't technically a house plant because she was she was firmly in one alliance before the huge blow-up happened. Uh, but, wow, uh, speaking of blow-ups, though, the Sari and Jared versus Felicia fight that happened immediately after uh, after Jared and Cameron came back in. Wow. I just, uh, what do they say? How do they call it? Clocking. The clocking that was be that was being done by, by Sari and Jared uh, against Felicia. When, I mean, everything that Felicia threw out there, everybody knew about anyways to begin with. But, I, fi- I find it funny, revisionist history, 
that uh, when Jared threw out the whole thing about Felicia spilling to Jared that she had a final two with Sari, but instead she wants a final two with Jared now, and Felicia adamantly denied. I've never uh, – she started acting completely clueless, like, Big Brother, please show me the tape. And I got to say, you know, that made – that along with the Jared and Corey fight that we saw take place before Jared got evicted, uh, before before the double eviction happened, uh, those two fights may have been probably some of the – you know, some of the biggest fights I think that we've seen in recent seasons. Oh, I don't know. I think that one up in the HOH room had that had that beat. <clears throat> Wait, refresh, had, refresh. HOH in the have not room. That fight with Jared and uh Corey in the have not room was far worse. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's why I included that. Mm. But Jared, yeah. Jared and Sari, they completely nailed Felicia. That entire yeah, that but, you entire know, fight. But in my opinion, they had no room to talk. Zero room to talk. They were trashing her everywhere. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, they definitely had no room to, they had no room to talk. And I, you know, <clears throat> they I, were the pot calling the kettle. Pot calling the kettle. I find mm-hmm. it funny that all of this started over the fact that Felicia got butt hurt, that uh, that people actually had to choose uh, between two of their own allies, and that she wasn't the one that was uh, that was chosen, or that she was not she was originally going to be the one that wasn't chosen. Well. She thought that she had a really good relationship with Sari. Which I she believe thought it she was did a no brainer because she, she was thinking the brown sugar babies were a real thing and that they were tight and that she would have the votes to stay. And Izzy was not part of that alliance. And so when she heard that they were all going to keep Izzy, that hurt her feelings, and rightfully so. Blame her for being upset about that. And I, I honestly believe that, you know, Sari was genuinely with her, and that's until Sari was told by Jared about the whole about the whole Felicia final two uh, incident. <clears throat> You know, it's because um, 
she was hearing a lot of stuff, especially after that that whole thing with Izzy and all of that stuff, that she wasn't trusting Suri. She wasn't trusting her. So she was telling Jared because she has no idea that they're, they're mother and son that, you know, I, uh, and Jared playing her, right? Right. So she was thinking, you know, I, I think that I'd rather have my final two with you. I have this final two with three, but, you know, you know, I'm kind of thinking that I'd rather have the final two with you. I I do. And the thing is, what the weird thing is, is that I don't, Felicia is not my favorite. She really isn't. I could take her, her, take her or leave her. But she, um, she has points. <laughs> She has reasons for oh, doing no, she what de- she's doing. She definitely has points, but I find it I find it hard to believe you know, I, I find it hard to believe that she doesn't know that she doesn't see that yeah, even though she has faults with Sari even though she's <laughs> at odds with Sari, I, I find it astounding that they haven't noticed with the whole situation uh, ever since Cameron won and put Izzy and her up on the block and how that entire alliance basically crumbled. And yet she still wants to get Sari out. But, yeah, you she take Sari out, you take Sari out, and it's down to just you and Mimi. Right. You're alone. But she doesn't. You're, she does not trust Sari as far as she can throw her. Especially, and she didn't even start trying to get Sari out until after that. After Jared came back in the house. I mean, after Jared even, came back in the house, that's why she grabbed hold of Mimi, and that's why she's I, been that, spending all this her time with Mimi because she does not trust Sari as far as she can throw her. And you know, uh, you know, another thing too is when Jared and Blue were up on the block, Tari even said it. We ha- us four are the numbers. Uh, the four of them being Sari, Bowie, Mimi, and Felicia. And yet they were acting like, oh, the numbers aren't there. They're fucking clueless. You have four. You have four. Vo- you have four votes right there, and that's all it would have taken to take control of that situation. But I mean, I understand. You know, with the whole blow up that had happened uh, involving Jared, that obviously they wouldn't vote out Jared. But, or I mean, that they wouldn't vote out Blue over Jared. But I mean, seriously, you know. It, it, it almost seems at times like certain players in this game are completely blind, even though shit is literally right there, right in front of them, staring them in the face. I don't know. But, 
Reggie, what do you think? What do you think about the state of chaos that we had in the house this week with uh, Jared and Cameron coming back in, and Cameron does it one way, and Jared did it the complete opposite way. Well, again, I think it was silly. Um, you know, I just if you're going to vote him out, leave him out. You know, I don't get all this voting out, coming back in, voting out two players at the same night and having them both come back in, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, stop. You know, it's like they're trying to extend the season, but they're, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I've never said this in any big brother ever, never, ever, but I'm so fed up with this season. I'm thinking about just kind of, well, Sunday night I have, plans I have to be gone but you know like only seeing them Thursday night I I'm just done well, with it yeah R- Reggie let's let's be honest though is anybody really watching Sunday nights anymore I do I did this Sunday I have I can I've got to go to supper but yeah I mean I, I really at 10 o'clock 10 o'clock is the is the new time for well, Sunday night. Well, wait a minute. Mine, mine is nine o'clock central. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, so that 10 makes o'clock it a lot Eastern. easier for me. That makes it a lot right. easier for me to watch. So I understand it's ten o'clock Eastern. Melissa, isn't it seven o'clock your time then, or eight o'clock? Yes, it's it'll be eight o'clock my time. Yeah. So you know I mean, that's yeah. why. And, I don't host very good at all because I get nervous and I can't type near as fast and whatnot and another, but, you know, I... Well, you did uh, good, Reggie. You did good. I didn't think so, but thank you. I don't... I'm not saying that to fish for compliments. I'm just not very, you know, confident in myself. But, um, you know, as long as I can, just so that others don't get, you know, not coming to the thread, I'm going to try to do it. Because I know you have to be in bed or, you know, it's, it's what, 11 o'clock your time it comes on? No, 10 o'clock. No, it, it, it comes on at 10. But the pro, the pro well, uh, this past Sunday it was like 10.40-something, I think. Which, right. I didn't see it that you either. Know, for, it's just this. You know, it's, it's like for me, I have to, in order to operate properly and not, not feel like a literal zombie at work. I got to get at least seven hours of sleep. So when they kept delaying, and this is the one thing I don't get: why the <laughs> hell are you? Why the hell are you airing Yellowstone on on uh, on prime time? And it's not even new episodes; they're reruns. When you already have it on Paramount Plus. I've never seen one episode. I don't care to see one episode. I think they should have had Big Brother after 60 Minutes and then Yellowstone if they want to rerun that crap. Thank you. You're it's welcome. It's easy logic. It's easy logic. Yes. Apparently CBS doesn't get it, though. I mean, seriously, who is going to... Who is going to watch Yellowstone 
unless it's unless it's somebody who's never seen the show before. If you've seen the show before, you're not going to watch reruns. You can just you can just get it on a streaming service, uh, like Paramount Plus, for example. Oh, imagine that. And it is actually on Paramount Plus, but for some reason they decided no. We're just going to, you know, we're, we're going to put it uh, back-to-back episodes after 60 minutes. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. So as soon as I saw that, oh, it had been, you know, it had been delayed till about 1040, I'm like, I'm nope. not staying up to watch an hour. You know that would basically be the equivalent of doing a po- of doing a podcast on on a, on a Sunday night. It's like if I'm not if I'm not doing a podcast on a Sunday night, I'm not you know I'm not going to force myself to stay up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think CBS uh, I don't think CBS really thought anything out when they were doing this new lineup. Uh, but apparently, though, the Wednesday, uh, obviously because of Survivor, the Wednesday episodes have now been moved to Tuesdays. Uh, I think I think it's 8 o'clock? Uh, yes. Let me double check. No, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central. Okay, yeah. So eight o'clock Eastern, seven. Yeah. So that's basically the Wednesday episode, but just one day earlier. And Melissa, what, what are your thoughts? What What are your thoughts on the uh, on the the weird ass scheduling that they've all of a sudden been doing with Big Brother here? Me or Melissa? I don't know. I'm Melissa. I don't know. I well, no, no. She asked. She asked uh, her or Melissa, and that's why. That's why I said your name again. Oh. Um. I'm sorry. I. My daughter is on a date. She's meeting this guy for the first time at a concert. And it just dawned on me a few minutes ago that I had, cause I told her, you need to text me and let me know that you got there and found them okay because she's in a really bad part of town, downtown Denver. Oh. And I hadn't, oh. I hadn't heard from her, so I texted her real quick saying, did you make it? Did you find it? So she, was, she had just um, texted me back. So I'm sorry, I was answering her. Um, anyway... Uh, it doesn't really matter to me, really, because to tell you the truth, a lot of times, unless we're watching the live show, I, um, I'll i wait until the next morning to watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Mainly because with the live chat, I can't watch the show and... It, it drives me crazy. If I'm watching the show and I'm trying to do the live chat and I have to keep refreshing and keep trying to find the place and keep, I mean, it drives me insane. I can't keep up with it. So a lot of the times I just opt out. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, anyway, um, yeah. Um, so it really doesn't really that matter that much to me, and I don't normally watch network shows. I'll have it on the Food Network or um, the First 48 or Investigation ID or Investigation Discovery. And I, for all of my normal shows that I watch on networks like the Chicago Trio or the FBI Trio, um, all of those shows that are on regular networks, my daughter and I will sit on the weekends and binge watch all of them for the week. And we just, that's just the way we've done it for a couple years now. Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously if you have, if you have the opportunity, you know, to, to binge watch or even, or even just to, you know, just to watch it on, on a streaming services, that's, that's what I don't get with the whole Yellowstone thing is the fact that they, I, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe this is their way of promoting uh, Paramount Plus, which is a very odd way of doing it, considering you're literally putting the content that's on Paramount Plus on CBS instead of telling people, oh, go watch this on Paramount Plus. Well, isn't Yellowstone Yellowstone, um, airing on normal TV? Well, yeah. Now it's now it's uh, it's airing on on CBS. Yes. Okay. So. But it's not actual. It's not actual episode. It's it's reruns. Okay. I don't know. It, it's it, it just seems it just seems so weird to me how uh, how they. Put this to. I mean, maybe, maybe I guess it's because of the of the writers' strike, which, by the way, is no longer a thing because they did they did officially end it. Um, I don't know why. Uh, if if that maybe part of the reason why they put it on network television all of a sudden, I will say this though that the Sunday night episode of Big Brother did see a massive drop in viewership. Because of the because of the schedule change, so well they'll pick up on that uh, right away. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that'll continue, but if it does, I mean that should that should just tell CBS right there right there that fans do not like. Uh, they, they already didn't like the fact that that it, it gets preempted sometimes by football. Now they're really not going to like it if all of a sudden Yellowstone is taking over instead of Big Brother that's been on the network for years. Yeah. But anyways, uh, according to Hamster Watch, 
Sari is not the target if somebody if McCole wins veto if Mimi wins veto uh, Blue apparently will be the renom. Yeah, I was just um, I'm doing the updates as we're talking, so that's if I'm sounding a little bit Why behind. <laughs> I thought she was in their alliance. Okay. Well, Cam doesn't like her. <laughs> he doesn't. He would rather not play with her. Um, and even the boys, they don't know if they can trust her. Because mm. they really knew they couldn't trust her. They knew they, they really knew they couldn't trust her with Jared still in the house. So, um, it's it doesn't surprise me, but I think quite honestly, Cam is being silly. He's not thinking right. I mean, I understand. He doesn't. And, uh, and Sari uh, tried he, to tell him wants- today. Sari tried to tell him today. He was like, "I don't want you in the jury, influencing people." Blah blah blah. And she says, you think that I influence people? Honey, you got me mixed up with Sarit. You talk about persuasive people. Sarit's the one. Well, apparently that talk... And true that, true that. Yeah, that is is very true. Uh, But apparently that talk did nothing on Cam because Cam seems dead set on Felicia for some reason. I don't know. It's like he I cracked said, me up. Decision... He, he cra- Go ahead. Well, uh, you know, like I said, the decision making has just been very questionable this season on all fronts. Yeah, there was. Let me see here. When okay, she Felicia went up to where is it? She went up to the HOH and she was talking to Cam. Crap. And because I'm looking for it, I'm not going to be able to find it. Okay, um, for right here, Felicia says, my gut is telling me I'm going on the block. Cam says, is this a standoff? And Felicia says, I'm your biggest threat in the house. And Cam says, no, but you're easily the greatest persuader in the house. And Felicia says, ah, so that's where you're wrong. The greatest persuader I learned is Sarit. And then... <coughs> Um, Felicia says, if Hyphen would have won the veto, it was going to be Jag. And Cam said that whole point of the week was for Hyphen to go. That tanked me. That tanked my game. That screwed me over. That 
Felicia's like, oh, you're mad at me over that? And Cam says, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this, this conversation is really weird. He says, no, but I think you're a hell of a, I think you're a, hell of a player. I wouldn't trust Jared. I wouldn't tr- even trust Jared with one of my closest people in the house. I told him, you got to leave with friends. You can't go out of here with guns blazing. Speaking of guns, I'm sitting at the end waiting for confetti. Would you vote for me? And Felicia says, I would actually. I'm not lying. I would be one of your four votes to win. I know you think it's I know you think it's me, but it is Sari. Um, I've even gone to the DR saying, if I'm wrong, Lord, please forgive me, but I think it's Sari. I go with my guts on I go with my gut on these things, and Cam says, well, your gut has always been right right in the game. And um, as she's leaving the I mean, HOH, she, she asks. It, I Okay, as Felicia is leaving the HOA, she says, who are you going to sit beside me? And he says, well, why would I tell you that? You always leave asking these big questions, right? And then she's telling... Um, Then she goes back. Let me see here. Felicia goes back in the HOH. And she goes, I want to talk to you about some strategy. What's your plan going forward in this game? How do you see yourself getting to the end? And Cam, lying, cheating, and stealing. Do what you, do to ha- uh, do what you have to do to survive. I've been keeping my head above water this whole time. I've worked for people, and I've been used. And Felicia says, who do you trust in this game? And Cam says, that's not easily answered. That's a weird question to ask. And Felicia says, well, is it? I would tell you who I trust. And Cam says, I believe that, but I don't feel comfortable answering this. And then she says, um... You have to have trust in someone in this game. Cam thinks it changes too much. Every day, every single day it changes. So what are you asking me? Felicia says, I'm trying to see if you can trust me enough to play this game with me. And Cam says, no. I I don't want to skirt around it. No. And she she says, this is Felicia. I'm not going to... I'm not going to shift. So when you say that you don't want me and you you don't want me in jury because I would influence people, if I were in jury, if I made it to final two, if you made it to final two, I would vote for you. And I don't say those things to appease people. Half the house hasn't been playing in Cam agrees. She says she's been playing the hell out of this game, and Cam tells her Felicia tells Felicia that she's made this game hard for him. Please don't think this is just a jury decision. You're a damn good player. And Felicia says, well, conversating is what I do. 
Kim says, I, and don't I know it. And Felicia says, um, she better get to work because he'll be seeing her in the house next week. And she cackles. And they hug. And then when Felicia leaves the room, Cam says, this house gets, just keeps getting nuttier and nuttier. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, she said um, Felicia had told Cam that she was going to be frank with him. And she told him that he should go after Corey so he can get closer to America. Oh, I hate to to tell her, but uh, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. He won't get closer to America. America will want his ass out if he goes after Corey. Yes, but quite honestly, I think in, in, because later on he asked, uh, he asked, um, was it Blue he was talking to? And he asked Blue, do you think that if Corey were gone, she would, America would run to you? And Blue says, no, she would run to you, straight to you. And he kind of smiled. Oh, you no. see, that makes me that makes me second guess. That that really makes me second guess that Felicia is actually his target. I know it just sounds so dumb. It does. It sounds really stupid that he wants to get Felicia of all people out. <clears throat> and that's why everybody thinks he's got ulterior motives. They don't think that he's telling the truth. I mean, we saw we saw what he did last time where he filled the house with, you know, uh, with chaos bombs, making him, be- you know, making people believe that it was going to be Jag and Blue put up. And then he ends up putting up uh, Felicia and Izzy. You know, it's just, it, 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 this doesn't make sense at all for him to be targeting. He should not be targeting Felicia. He should not be targeting Mimi. He should not be targeting Serene. But because he's in that alliance now with Matt and Jag, that basically would only leave Corey and America for him to target because, let's face it, nobody's going to be even looking at Bowie Jane. I don't even think people know that she's still in the house. Uh. Yeah, no, they do. They all of them want to pull her in. Every all the sides want to pull her in. But Cam thinks that he's got Bowie as his final two. But Bowie, she's saying, "Oh yeah, whatever, whatever." But she don't like Cam. She don't trust him. What I find interesting about Cam's uh, target list. His targets, uh, in, in particular order, Felicia, followed by Mimi, then Blue, then Corey, then America, then Sari, then Bowie. 
And yeah. yet he's leaving Matt and Jack. I mean, I understand he's leaving Matt and Jack because he thinks he's in a legitimate uh, trio with them. I mean, that is just a huge ass mistake on his part by allowing players <laughs> like Matt and Jag, and not just not just Matt and Jag, but also to allow a player like Sari, who you currently have on the ropes, and allow her to stay. I mean, we already saw mm-hmm. uh, this past week what she uh, what she did to uh, sort of. Uh, reestablish any relationships that she had had before the whole before her whole game was exposed mm-hmm. and you know now all of a sudden Sari is nowhere near the line of fire at this point and honestly right. neither should Felicia neither should neither should Felicia or Mimi or Blue It almost it almost seems like it should be a foregone conclusion that it should be either one it, it should be one of Corey or America that's up on the block that, that's the real target this week. Well, you know, um, we still have game to play before Monday, so we'll see. Right. And in my opinion, I do believe Corey would be the smarter option because at this at this point, America hasn't even shown that she, you know, of the competitions that she was considered to be a front runner to win. She fumbled the pressure cooker and she was one of the first to fall off of the wall. The pressure cooker was on purpose. The wall was not. She made a deal with Cameron in the pressure cooker. Well, yeah, I know, I know, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. And then she just lost her footing when she was trying to get a better grip. She lost her footing and fell. She didn't mean to do that. Still, though, it's but but she has some throwing comps. So has Matt. So has Jag. So has Corey. They've all been throwing comps. Exactly, which is why. You know, if you're somebody like if you're somebody like Cam, you take out the bigger threat of that duo, and the bigger threat is obviously Corey. At this moment, yeah. Well, Corey's been I going guess... around telling everybody. He's been going around telling everybody, "Well, yeah, it gets down to those mental competitions, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be really good at those." And we're like, "What?" Why are you telling these people this? My God. Like I said, sloppy gameplay. Sloppy gameplay uh-huh. from all sides. It's ridiculous. Yep. However, I do have to say, Matt has improved his game 100%. That kid's playing. Oh, definitely. He definitely... Yep. Uh, he he's definitely improved his improved his game uh since the beginning weeks of the show and yep i would not be surprised at all if he finds himself either close to the end or at the end and honestly they're well, stupid yeah. if they allow him to even get close well they all know he would win 
That's the thing. But they all love him so much. They just, it, it could be that he has a disability, that they've all taken on this um, caring role of him, a protective role of him. And it's not that he's using it because he's not. They are just naturally want to be protective of him because of his disability. They love him. They think he's just the sweetest kid. It's it's crazy. And he is. I mean, he is a sweetheart. I love him to death. Yeah. But let's remember, he is an Olympian. Now, granted, he's an Olympian swimmer, but still an Olympian nonetheless. Guy, no matter how sweet he may be, he is a threat. And I am yep. stunned that nobody has has picked up on that yet. They have. Mimi has. She wants to target him right now. Yeah, but. well, Mimi, in order to do that, you actually have to even win a competition. So. Yeah. You know, Mimi right, Mimi right now is the classic case of talking the talk but not being able to walk the walk. I'm not sure she's trying very hard. She hasn't really – She okay, one of the, the things about being a really good player is knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them, right? And right, right. now – or up until this point anyway, she has been holding, holding him. She hasn't really had to do too much because everybody has been after each other. So she's just been down on under the radar. She thought she had her, her brown sugar baby alliance and and she just, not that she wasn't paying attention, but she just didn't step up because she didn't feel she had to yet. Well, so her strategy uh, is a bit different. This is a wake-up call. Yeah, well, her strategy is just a little different than everybody else's. You know? Yeah, hopefully this is a a huge wake-up call to her because, uh, yeah, if if Felicia wins veto by the – basically if uh if everybody everybody else in that in that uh in that competition drops dead and Felicia somehow wins the veto, uh. It's possible Mimi will be the next target. Yeah, and she realizes that now. And she also realizes that because she's with, she's been close to Felicia. So, um, she's been telling people the last couple of days, 
that she does not, especially with Matt. She had a really good conversation with Matt the other day. And she says she does not want to be coupled with Felicia. So I don't know. Obviously, you know, there there is still more game to be played, uh, you know, this week, depending on on what happens. But all, you know, all indications are that Felicia is going to be the target. And, you know, j- j- just like we've said before, to be perfectly honest, it does not make sense for her to be the target. No. Uh, but we just, I think when Sunday's episode is over, hopefully we have a clearer picture. Because I really don't think Cam is that stupid. Well, you never know. Because he could be, you know, um, if he's doing it out of vengeance, it very well possibly could be that he's targeting her just out of revenge or something. Yeah, we'll have maybe. to wait and see. Oh, I'm I'm looking at Big Brother Twitter right now, and they're all up in arms because now they're saying uh, that Big Brother has gone racist, and all the black women are being targeted one after the other. Uh, here I we go. I wondered you know, the other just, night when that was going to start. I wondered about that when you know. Jared went out. That's uh, why yeah. we hadn't heard anything about race. Well, it's well, the, 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 well, the fact of the matter is, in reality, it has nothing to do with their race. Everything to do with how they've been playing the flipping game. Exactly. You have to look at how they've been playing the game, not the color of their skin. Come on, people. You can't when your favorites or whatever are in the in the hot seat. It can't be, well, that's just happening because they're black. No. It's happening because of the way they play the game. I understand both sides of that coin, but there comes a time where you just can't blame racism. Right. You just can't. And this is one of those times. You have to look at how they were playing the game, and it's ridiculous. They got themselves where they're at. Yeah, but you you know how it is. Ever since ever since the whole cookout season and everything, and now all of a sudden, or not just the cookout season, but also Tamar Braxton winning Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, and then the cookout season, it's it's as if 
the whole thing has been amplified now to where if you target a black person, you're racist. And that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, uh, I mean, one of the comments I saw when Cam, when it was announced that Cam put up uh, Felicia and Mimi was, oh, that is so white. Well, Meaning they that have is such to consider. A, a I mean, are they not watching the do. show? Are they not watching the show? If they're not watching the show, they have to consider how Felicia how Sari, how Jared, how they're all playing their game. Right? Right. They brought, any, they brought any problems that they're having right now onto themselves because of the way they've been playing their game. Oh, look like Look what a jerk. Look what a jerk that Jared has been. Acting like he's the golden child and that he's untouchable, and not necessarily because he's black, but because his mama's a legend, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, right. It's you know, their I mean, own just... fault when they. That, that's why I can't take Big Brother Twitter seriously. Because, you know, they all, it's like with, with all these all these phrases and shit that they use with clocked and uh, queen and, you know, I've gone on this rant before on this show. Uh, you know, that's why I just can't take them seriously because they never look at it from a game perspective. It's always a race perspective. Hey, guys, I'm going to take off. I've got a little headache. So I will talk to you <laughs> okay. later, okay? All right. Okay, Bye-bye, feel y'all. better, Reggie. All right, Reggie. Bye-bye. I will. Night. Feel better. Night. Yeah, it's it's always a race perspective. And, yeah. you know, they never, unfortunately, they never look at it from a game perspective. Uh, and if if anything, that has only amplified ever since the cookout season. Yeah, I don't know. It just it drives me nuts because I can see I can see both sides and the Black Lives Matter, and I agree with that. Um, I agree with all of that, but don't be using it for as an excuse for every little thing that happens. Um, Right. Because when you start doing that, oh, I hit this car in front of me and you're going to give me a ticket? How racist of you, right? That's just racist because you gave me a ticket because I hit this person in front of me. Yeah, That's and it's, just a white, dumb. it's a white cop giving a black person a ticket is basically right. 
and and that's what stupid. You're, uh, so what you're getting at. Yeah. when you start when you start doing stuff like that, then it it takes away the credibility of it all. You know what I mean? Right. I look at how they're playing their game, and the way that they're playing their game deserve to be evicted. And not because of the color of their skin, but because of the way they're playing their game. Yeah. And, you know, uh, one could say that if Jared didn't start running his mouth like he did uh, the week that Sari was tied up uh, to uh, tied up next to Felicia. That, or I mean, this all could have been avoided as well if they had just evicted Cam uh, one of the many times that they had the opportunity to. Uh, you know, things could have been potentially different, and you know, many would argue, and I'm going back to Sari here, obviously. The many would argue that everything tipped as soon as Jared started opening his mouth. Yep. He tanked oh, her game, and, and not only tanked her game, he tanked his own game in the process. Yeah, and might I add as well that these same people that we're talking about were all were all goody to, you know, uh, everything was good, everything was swell. Because uh, Queen Sari or Queen Felicia were in charge. But now, now that the tides have turned, it's like, oh, they're racist all of a sudden. You know, Mm -hmm. these house guests are now racist because they dare to target a black person. Nothing to do with the color of their skin. It has everything to do with their actions. Oh, I agree. Yep. But unfortunately, you know, we're uh, talking on Big Brother Twitter is like talking to a brick uh, ah, talking to a brick wall. I don't know, I almost said brack for some reason. Uh it's like talking to a brick wall. You know, I don't know. But this I, sh- I, I feel things, though that I- this should be Go ahead. No, I see some things on Twitter. Mainly, sometimes I'll I'll um, search for BB25 hashtag. But for the most part, and sometimes when I'm doing updates and I blow, um, I'll blow one particular tweet up and I can see what people are saying in comments. And that's about as far as I go as far as BB Twitter. So I don't see nearly as much as you. I don't know where you look. <laughs> don't. I just I just where you find all BB, that stuff. Uh, I, I just look on the BB uh, the BB twenty five uh, ha- uh, hashtag. Yeah. A lot a lot can be seen when you blow up some of those tweets and see the comments. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but I haven't a, there's seen a anything. lot, definitely. Yeah. But I don't do that very often. Honestly, I just, I just, I just think it's so ridiculous, though, that, um, you know, I've mentioned it before. Maybe, you know, maybe your favorites just don't suck next time. Maybe that, maybe that'll, uh, you know, maybe then you'll have a reversal of fortune, like what happened in the cookout season. In the cookout season, they didn't suck. Well, except for except for Big D. Big D was a completely different story. But uh <laughs> And he's the one that gave I said this before last week, I said he's the one that gave Jared all of his pointers for going in the Big Brother house. Yeah, you know, yep. while I give while I give Big D credit for making the final two uh, not really the guy you want to get pointers from. Well, he made the final two because they drug him to the end, knowing he wouldn't. Anybody who was sitting next to him would win. So that really wasn't anything Big D did. Right. Yeah, that is that is true, but um, still, it's oh, and you know the th- the thing is too is this season. I mean, it's not like it's not like those, uh, you know, the people of color this season haven't been playing. They have actually been playing, whether it's good or whether it's bad. They have actually been playing. You know, yeah. uh, Sari and Felicia, for the most part, before everything got exposed, uh, you know, the basically the two biggest mistakes that they made was getting rid of Hysom and getting rid of Red. Those are basically yeah. the two biggest mistakes that they had made. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, I think it definitely. I, I I think that had those been reversed and say instead of Heisem, it was Cameron that left, and instead of Red, it was Jag that left. We'd probably be looking at a, uh, at potentially Sari and company still being in power because at the time. Well. At the time, Corey and America were absolutely clueless as to what was going on. I think that, um, well, let me see here. Let's take a look at that. Hmm. If Heisman were still there, he definitely would be a target in front of the rest of them um, because he was winning. And 
there's always that chance that somebody could have changed his changed his loyalties by convincing him how good three actually was. He may right. have turned I on mean, I, I remember the reason why they got rid of Heisem to begin with was because he was already looking at uh, at partnering, uh, you know, that whole entire stink that was made about how he wanted to, uh, he wanted to be, you know, he wanted to partner with, uh, with people who, you know, who actually, uh, you know, with, with more athletic people, you know, that he was tired of carrying all the weight. Competitors. The competitors, yeah. he did, and he swears to God that it's not true, but it certainly as sure was, that he wanted to be with those cool kids, and part of his problem with Riley and Jag and all of them was because he wanted to be part of their group, and they already formed their alliances and didn't ask him to be in it. That made him mad. And, you know, he basically implied while he was still in the house that he wasn't necessarily playing with the people that he wanted to play with. And when one of his comments was, so now we can play with who we really want to play with. Right? Thought that Riley was keeping him from being able to play with the cool kids. And now, instead of saying, I want to play with the cool kids, so why don't I approach the cool kids and say, hey, I want to play with you. Can I be part of your group? But he didn't do that. Had he done that, they may have said, sure. But he didn't do that. Nope. He just turned on him and decided he was going to get them all out. Because he was, he was spiteful. Yeah, and that's the big reason why he was even targeted to begin with. It's because he was targeting them. Yeah. So at the same time, though, I do think Heisum would have uh, gone back to being true to the Professor's Alliance. Maybe. I'm not. Com- I'm not completely convinced of that. He says he would have been, but I. I'm not convinced. I don't know. It's um, you know, it's it's real. It's really tough to tell with with the makeup of this cast, and I mean, obviously things have things have shifted so dramatically ever since uh, the early weeks of the summer. 
Yeah. Or yeah, uh, I don't funny, know. It's funny. It's funny. I say summer, considering it started in August, uh, the early weeks of the summer. But um, I mean, it's it, it's completely different right now compared to how it was back then. So who knows? You know, maybe we still would have. Uh, Maybe things would have still played out similarly to what we're seeing now, even if Heisem and Red were uh, were still in the house. Uh, you know, I kind of believe that maybe there might have been the possibility that Red uh, – I don't know, actually, though, because, you know, would Red have turned on the professor's because, uh, you know, it, it really seemed like his number one priority was Cam. But he wanted, he, it was Cam, but he wanted to be, play with Cerise so bad. And that's why they created that um, legend alliance to include Cam. And he thought it was good and Cam thought it was good but from the very beginning Suri and them said that it was fake that they only did it to appease Red to allow Cam into the alliance right ultimately you know ultimately their big problem was that they just made one too many you know they made way too many alliances Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I understand why they did it, though, because, you know, you want to, you know, they they wanted to basically have uh, a vice grip on the on the entire game. You know, they wanted to have all their bases covered for the most part. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, it there was always the risk that it could potentially blow up in their faces, and we obviously saw that. But now, obviously, you know, we we fast forward to that, to to what we're seeing now, and it's like just, phew. you know, if. If Sari is, you know, has gotten gotten back in the good graces, uh, you know, it, it just it makes what what Felicia is doing, uh, you know, you could you could say it is justifiable on Felicia's side because, you know, obviously, you know, she's still butt hurt over what Sari did. And ultimately, you know, that's basically what is, in my opinion, thinking Felicia's game is because she's she's basically harping on the Sari issue, even though it's abundantly clear that, at least at this point, nobody is even looking at targeting Sari for the time being. Well, I think that they know that she needs to go 
Um, I think Matt wants to protect her, and I think Blue wants to protect her, but I still think even though Jag says they're good, I think he still doesn't trust her. Oh yeah, no, that's become uh that's become clear actually I believe uh from earlier today that uh she's lost a little bit of trust in Jag. No, I think she's lost more than a little bit. I and America funny, definitely uh, America definitely once they're out. Yeah. But I do, you know, I do find it funny that uh, Blue, out of anyone, after being asleep for pretty much the entire season, uh, you know, whenever she wasn't in Jared's bed, um, she's the only one really right now that actually wants to target Corey in America. Yeah. Well, it's because I think Matt, uh, Matt and Jag, they're still on the fence of which way they want to go. Right? Um, do they want to stay with Corey in America, or do they want to go with Cam and go against Corey in America? And so they kind of want to hold on to Corey in America until they made up their minds what they're going to do. Um, Which, in my in my opinion, now they're kind. Of, I think I think now it's they're very kind of leaning. Um, they're kind of leaning back towards Corey in America. They should. Or, or, or wait, you mean? Um, you mean I think more so Matt than Jag, though. You mean you mean staying with Corey in America or taking them out? Staying with Corey in America. Okay, yeah, no, that's a that's a huge mistake by them. Uh, I I guarantee it. They allow Corey in America. The longer they allow them to stay in this house, uh. You know, if they if they have truly been throwing competitions, it's just going to be we could we could see a potential challenge slaughter at the end. Yeah, true. But I think Corey's more smart than he is physical. But I think that America is more fit or more competitive physically than Corey. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, you know, de- definitely when it, co- when it comes to physical competitions, uh, you know, she, she definitely has the edge uh, over Corey when it comes, when it comes to uh, any sort of physical type of competition. Um and obviously, yeah. I mean, we saw we saw uh, what Corey did during the uh, double eviction comp. 
with the uh, with the mental HOH, and yeah. you it, know it, it's just it's way too dangerous. I would rather I would rather leave somebody like Sari in the house, despite how despite how uh, how strong socially she might be. I would rather leave somebody like Sari in the house who you're probably not going to see a competition win out of than leave somebody like Corey in the house or America who the odds, you know, further, uh, further support the, you know, the further down the line they go, the more the odds support that eventually we're probably going to see a competition win out of those two. Yes, but then on the other side of that coin, well, I suppose they're a duo, they're two, but they really haven't shown themselves to be that much of a comp threat. However, you have to consider that not only is Cameron very capable of winning the physical comps, he's pretty smart. And he might just win at those mental comps, too. Oh, yeah. So it's like six of one. It's six of one and half a dozen of the other. Who do they think that they can beat in the comp? Um, What are their odds, you know? In physical comps, they're going to have a tougher time with Cameron. And so they just have to decide coming up in the near future, is it going to be more physical or is it going to be mental? I don't think the mental is going to be until towards the end. No, I so won't. If they want to even if they want to even get there, they need to take out the physical threat, which would be Cam. But then you have Corey telling people about how good he's going to be in the mental comps because he's trying to make, you know, like with Mimi and Felicia and with Sari, and he's trying to make all of these deals and all of these alliances with these people, promising them that he can do really well in the mental comps coming up and, you know, blah, 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 thinking that that's going to be an asset to them when he walks out of the room and they're like going, whoa, we better get rid of him. Exactly. That's he's basically, or, you know, they're basically pointing a target, essentially, or painting a target. By on themselves, yeah, yeah. By making by making those type of uh, those type of statements. Yep, he's just he's really thinking. He's very for as smart as he is, and as good as he thinks he is, he's actually really not that smart. He's not that good because he's kind of. I don't know. He thinks he's got everybody snowed. 
right? Right. He thinks he has everybody, he thinks he's got everybody snowed, and he doesn't. But they're making him think that they, he, they have him snowed, or he has him snowed, but they they aren't. But once you're in that house, you're in that house, and the, you can't see everything that we see. It's easy to backseat play. Oh, I'm sorry. Obviously. I'm sorry, Zoe. Um, <coughs> oh, my goodness. It's easy to backseat play the game because we get to see everything. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Oh, my God. But in reality, it's like, they don't know it. They don't see it. So you have to kind of give them that kind of... Uh, you have to think about it like they're seeing it, you know, I guess. Right. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you as you said it, you know, it's it's completely different because they're actually in the house playing as opposed to uh-huh. what people are seeing on the show or on the feeds. Exactly. You have to give them a little bit of leeway there because they're not seeing everything you see. Right. And we can sit here and say, oh, my God, it's just so obvious. How come they can't? see that. It's just so obvious. Well, you add that with the paranoia because they don't know. Am I making the right move? Am I trusting the right people? I'm sorry. I'm feeding my cat. She came and told me that it was time. And it was time like half an hour ago. So I'm quickly feeding her. Yeah, you know, it, uh, just, it just really. It, 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 I think this, you know, the the gameplay that we've been seeing, it just further proves baby. just exactly how sloppy some of the gameplay has been. Yeah. Yeah, baby. There you go. Because All right. I don't think I don't think that we would have seen uh this type of gameplay on certain seasons. Obviously, you know, the dynamics are are uh, you know, the the dynamics of the house come into play obviously. Uh-huh. But Yeah. I don't know, <clears throat> but when it comes down to it, the people I'm pulling for, like I said, I, I like America. I know she's a train wreck. <clears throat> she can't keep her mouth shut. But she, you know what, she's the only one that's having a really good time. She's having fun. She's always smiling. She's always giggling. She's always trying to come up with something to to do you know? Yeah. And 
I like that a lot. Oh God. I mean, there's only a certain, there's only a certain few, there's only a certain few now that I like, you know, I still obviously love Sari. I like Matt. Uh, You know, I liked Jag before he started playing stupid before he, you know, he had, he had that whole entire, that whole entire thing of, you know, him basically waiting until he got evicted unanimously to wake up. And, you know, I, st- I, I, I still think, you know, obviously it's probably my bias to Sari, uh, but I, ju- I still think it's kind of hypocritical of him to, you know, not only get on Sari for making all these alliances when yet when yet now he's doing the exact same thing. Uh, granted, it's two completely different things because it's out of necessity for him. Uh, but also the fact, too, that, you know, he claimed that Sari was supposedly being a bully. Well, everybody has their... Everybody has their... um, Everybody has their uh, idea of what a bully is. In his eyes, she is bullying him because they were blaming him for everything that was going bad in the house. They'd make a brain, you know, they'd make a fart and they'd blame it on Jack or they'd blame it on America. They were the scapegoats. And when he didn't know about it, when he didn't know about it, then everything was hunky-dory. But when he found out about it, then he says, you know, that's kind of like bullying. That's mean. So yeah. in his eyes, it was bullying. So now, okay, let's, let's assume that the veto is used this week. Is there any uh-huh. possible way, and let's say Blue is the replacement nominee, is there any possible way that Blue goes that Blue goes home instead of either uh, Felicia or uh, Mimi? Yeah, Jag would vote her out. Um, And I don't know about Matt. Matt, really, he doesn't trust her. Well, I don't know. He kind of does. But I think um, the votes would be there to get Blue out. Yeah, I think that I think the votes would definitely. Uh, obviously, you know, Sari is not going to. Uh, I think Sari at this point is probably going to keep Blue. Uh, regardless of what the scenario is, uh, just based you off think? of, I, I think so. Yes, based off of mm. uh, off of recent conversations that the that uh, that they've had, and when you consider some of the other 
uh, some of the other particulars of the game currently. Okay, well, let's look at it this way. Let's let's look at it a different way. Sari blows smoke up everybody's butt, everybody's butt. Cam, everybody, when they talk to Sari, they feel good coming out of there. And then she'll mumble under her breath when they leave the room. And you never know. You you just don't know. Even in the diary room, she doesn't give that much information. Right? I think if right. Jared were in the house, he def- she definitely would have kept blue. But being home, I'm not so sure that she would keep blue over – she might over Felicia – um, but I don't think that she would keep Lou over Mimi. Uh, I don't know. To, tell, to be perfectly honest. It is. It's hard to tell with Sari. Because she's, like I said, she blows smoke up everybody's But You don't really know where the heck where the heck she really is. Especially now that Jared's gone. I think it says something, though, the fact that you take a look at uh, how much trouble Sari was in, you know, uh, the past couple of weeks. And now all of a sudden, with... (laughs) With with Cam having previously been targeting her, you know, referring to her as being the president and Izzy as I forget I forget what he called Izzy the Secretary of Defense or maybe that maybe that was or that yeah was the Secretary of Defense Felicia was the pres uh, the vice president, but you also heard him say that you don't take the president out the first, yet yeah, first you take out all of her support system, right? Right. Izzy being one, now Jared's gone. Now they just need to get rid of Felicia, the vice president. And then three. But yet you have a shot. But he also Sari. might you have think. a shot at the president right now. You have a shot at Sari right now. Yeah, well, he had a shot at Sari before too, and he didn't take it. <clears throat> so I think that right there really shows exactly, you know, where where his mindset is right now that. You know, he would rather, or not, not exactly his mindset. I, I should, I should uh, maybe word my thought a little differently here. Uh, I think it shows just exactly how much, how much change that Sari has put into her, into her game since everything had been exposed. 
the fact that, you know, now that Jared's gone, she might have the chance to potentially, you know, to, to potentially uh, completely play her own game now that she doesn't have to worry about not just herself, but also Jared as well. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> but to be quite honest with you, I think that she wouldn't mind going home this week. No, I don't think she would mind either. I mean, honestly, you know, if – and it's funny. We kind of had this this same conversation a little bit uh, last night in the Survivor podcast. But, you know, obviously she gave it she, – she's given it her best shot. And right now, I mean, obviously, you know, you're not you're you're not officially done. You know, your game isn't officially over until you know you're walking out that door. But I mean, obviously, having been in that house for it'll be day sixty-five when uh, mm-hmm. the when the uh, the next evic- when the next eviction takes place. Having in having been in that house for sixty five days as a former survivor player when you never even made it to day thirty nine in any of the days or any of the the four seasons that you were on Survivor, I think if anything, that basically shows that okay, you know, Sari is has probably had uh enough when it comes to being in that house. I mean, she was already willing to lay to to put herself on the sword so that Jared would be able to stay in the house. Mhm. So, I think if anything, that's a, that's a sign right there that maybe perhaps her maybe perhaps her head is kind of mentally checked out even though uh she did say that uh, that her entire thing about quitting was only if if she thought Jared was in trouble yeah but now that Jared's officially out of the game, I don't know. Maybe perhaps she has. Maybe perhaps she has a she has a change of heart, and you know she is going to see this through, essentially until the end. Yeah, it's hard to say though. I think I think she probably realizes that she likely won't win. Um, that she might not, she's probably not going to be in the final two seats. And quite honestly, I think maybe she feels like if I, I don't want to be in the jury house. I'd rather be home with my family. Right. That's probably you know? what she, you know, she probably, she probably feels like, you know, why would I, I, I I already had gone through the jury uh, phase to begin with on Survivor, 
and now I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to be in the Big Brother jury potentially for a, for a whole other month. Why would I want to do that when I can just head home right now? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if um, she didn't go to Cameron at some point and say, put me up and get me out. I just, I don't know if she'll do that, though. I really don't. Yeah. Because I don't see... I really don't see Sari being that type of person, being that type of competitor. I at least want to see what she can be like without having to be shackled by Jared being in the house. You know, it, it really makes you wonder what could have been this season if if Sari had just been on the cast to begin with? Um, quite frankly, I don't think she'd get as far as she did. Because if you remember when they first got in the house in the first few weeks of being in that house, Jared is the one that brought her a lot of the information. He was a double agent, remember? True. Yeah. Yep. And you know, we uh, th- there was a lot of there was a lot of fan drawback to that when it comes to uh, the fact that Sari not only did she have did she have an advantage from being on a reality show before, like Survivor. But now she had a secret advantage of being able to play with her with her son. Uh huh. And in, you know, it, it's just in secret, right? <clears throat> in secret, yep. you know, it's. It, I, I I can tell where you know pe- people were saying that oh the season is rigged for three uh, because they basically booked that entire twist which i mean, let's let's just put it let's just put it out there right now if the season was was rigged for Sari, they would have uh they would have found some way to have uh to have kept jared in well it's not a matter of whether or not <clears throat> they're trying to rig it for her right now um, Big Brother has the tendency to do what they can to help, but if you if you can't get yourself there, there's nothing they can do. Simply like the like the zombie twist. Um, he had every opportunity to get himself back in the house, and he failed. So there's really nothing they could have done about that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you know, there's there's nothing can, there's nothing really that cuz cuz that zombie twist, I mean, let's let's be honest. That zombie twist was probably planned uh 
weeks in advance, if anything. It was probably planned yeah, uh, I don't ever know. since they even introduced the the multiverse twist, with the mul- the multiverse being the theme of the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, and it just so happens that Jared was the one. I mean, they can only, like I said, they can only do so much, and um, if they fail, they fail. There's nothing they can do about it. But anyway, um, so I'm just not sure how how well three is going to be doing now without Jared because she's lost her she's lost her information box now both Izzy and Jared are gone yeah that's so, true uh, obviously, obviously that's a, it's a huge disadvantage for uh, you know for Sari now that the the source of the cheating so to speak, is officially uh, has officially uh, been packed up and out. You know, I I still I still believe that I mean, Sari was already was already playing a good enough a good enough game, and the big problem was that. Basically, what basically what ended up happening was that Jared essentially opened up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 